Welcome to 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo, where I help passionate entrepreneurs condense an hour of business research into 22 minutes of powerful conversations filled with knowledge, stories, and advice to help you achieve your one-year goal in 90 days. From national stages to your earbuds, I'm here to tell you that it's possible to have a profitable and sustainable business without the fear of overwhelm and uncertainty that comes with being an entrepreneur. It's all mojo and none of the fluff. It's time to get motivated in 22 minutes. Welcome back to this week's episode of 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo. And this is our brand performance podcast. And today our performance conversation is with Dr. Pillay. The reason why, because he gets high value clients with content marketing. He has this company called Velocity Jam. It's absolutely amazing. So we're going to have a really rich conversation today about permission marketing and relationships through content and all this big, beautiful stuff. So Dr. Pillay, thank you and welcome to this episode. Thank you so much, Marla. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Absolutely. Okay. So if we've, you know, kind of stepped in, do you want to dig a little bit deeper into, you know, who you are for the audience so they can better understand? And then we can jump into what you do through your content. Well, you can think of me as the profitable happiness guy. (laughs) Ooh, love that. Yeah, yeah. I have a podcast called Profitable Happiness. And actually, Profitable Happiness has been sort of the the, the call of my life. Uh, You know, when I was born in the 60s in a a Nigerian civil war, um, we had no food. We were hungry. Bombs were falling everywhere. And in that fear, in that pain, my mother did the most amazing thing. She would sing to me because she couldn't give me food or shelter, but she would sing and she would put my name in songs about food. So the funny thing is that it made me happy. And that happiness replaced my need for for food. It took away my fear and it taught me my life's most important lesson, which is this. You've got to get your happiness before you look for your success, because happiness comes before success, not the other way around. So I believe in profitable happiness because you can bring your happiness with you in the things you do to create profit. (laughs) Well, and that exudes, I mean, just us listening to you. I mean, you can hear just the beauty and the joy that you bring and, you know, and the power that has. And I think it's very important that, you know, you share that backstory. So what have you been doing professionally? You know, bring us in to our audience of entrepreneurs and performance. You know, what is it that you do? What's your magic sauce? Oh, I love your questioning style. Magic sauce. I don't know how I'm going to match that one, but I'll tell you one thing. A lot of people ask me if I'm really a doctor, and here's what I tell them. I have a PhD in organization and management. I studied content marketing. We used to call it business narrative back in the day. But my kids, you know, my wife is a medical doctor. She's a, a physician. So my kids like to tell people, our parents are doctors, but our mom is the only real doctor. <laughs> I love it. Kids, you know, it's always, they are always the truth seekers, aren't they? I know. That, dad is just a teaching doctor. So anyway, that's, that's kind of my background is in education. And um, I just love technology. I'm a software developer as well. So what I do in the world, my magic sauce, if you will, is I've built a product called Velocity Jam, which helps people use content marketing to tell the stories of their lives, their truth, their happiness, and use that, believe it or not, as the way you build relationships and business on social media. So instead of hawking your products and selling your stuff the the instant you meet people, share the things that make you happy and do it in such a way that you can count and measure 
the effectiveness of your content with respect to your business bottom line. So that's what I do. I've, I've uh, created a community and a software tool that helps people with content marketing. And guess what the content is? It's your happy place. It's the thing that makes you, you. <laughs> mm, you know, and that's such a differentiator. We're always talking, you know, we, we're, we talk about authenticity and all of these things. And, and it sounds like that's really at the heart of how you bring it forward, you know, through content. So what kind of tips or pointer as, as an entrepreneur is listening to this episode, you know, what kind of um, advice would you give for somebody to build some relationships through the content that they write or create? Well, first of all, you got to understand why you are doing what you're doing. Like, what's your big purpose? What inspires you? Because once you have clarity on that, you'll be able to help inspire other people, right? And then the next thing is you got to find out who you're supposed to be inspiring. Like, who is my ideal client? Who cares about my topic? Who am I trying to connect with? Knowing those people and knowing where they exist, that's critical. So for me, the people that I work with and the people that I interact with are all on LinkedIn. Of course, they have accounts on Facebook and YouTube and different places, but LinkedIn is the place where I find the greatest ability to connect with them. So if you want to really move forward with content marketing, you need to do what I call the three R's. You got to learn how to build relationships the right way. You got to know how to make your content, which is helping you build relationships, have reach, meaning more than two or three people see it. I have this joke that when I used to post my content, three people would see it. My wife, my best friend, and my mama. <laughs> and <laughs> yes. So many people can relate to that. Exactly. You want thousands of people to see your content. So there's relationships, there's reach, and the last and probably the most important R is results. You've got to have a way to connect your content marketing to your business funnel, to your results. So many people miss that step. And so content marketing becomes a marketing of hope. I'm going to put stuff out, spray and pray and hope that somebody's going to look at it. No, no, no. You've got to have an analytics and results-based stuff that you can link and see and count how many people go to your website, see exactly the effect of your content marketing. So those are the three R's, res, uh, uh, sorry, relationships, reach, and results. Yeah, and I think that's catalyst. I mean, just giving those, those anchors for people to consider as they're building out the content. You know, how much time gets wasted, though, crafting the perfect post or articles? And, um, you know, what's your, what's your take on that that you could share today? I, you know what, Marlo, you have literally hit the nail on the head. Too many of us waste time on perfection when perfect is the enemy of done, <laughs> right? Mm. And in today's social world, we're actually more attracted to things that look ad hoc, that look spontaneous and look authentic and look real. So I would actually spend a lot more time and energy trying to make things look as though I didn't put any time or energy into them because that's what people want to see. They want to feel your authentic truth. So I would say if you have an iPhone or a whatever device you've got, plug it in and speak your truth. Teach because the internet was built on teaching, right? On sharing information. If you can be someone who helps people through your information, you will become a magnet. And if you become a magnet, then guess what really has become a magnet? Your content and your products. So help first, then once people come to you, become, become the, the place where they can solve their problems with your product. 
Mm, I love it. Now, you also have this this thing called permission marketing. Can you give us some more knowledge on the permission marketing? So I interviewed a guy called Seth Godin uh, two weeks or three weeks ago, and he is the father of permission marketing. He, in fact, he invented it. Basically, the concept is this. Back in the day when you had advertising, we he called that interruption marketing. And he said, we don't want advertising. We need a different kind of advertising, a different type of marketing that allows us to get permission from people first and then we market to them. And everybody adopted it like it became the way to do email marketing. In fact, Seth says he invented email marketing and he's right. You get an opt-in, people say, yes, I want to get your marketing and then they get your information. But what's happened with permission marketing is that because of new technologies, everybody now has tools to create content and to do marketing. And now we've got this speed-based, hustle-based approach where people get your, your connection request and immediately start selling you stuff. Or they get your opt-in and they flood you with <laughs> marketing emails until you have to unsubscribe. I mean, it has literally become a hustle culture of speed content. And so I asked the question, what is next? We had interruption-based marketing, and then we had Seth Godin's permission-based marketing, and I've come up with a new marketing that I call social velocity, which is the idea that you've got to move away from this speed hustle mentality and start building relationships first. Get off the hamster wheel of speed and focus on moving the emotions of your clients closer and closer to you, and that's velocity. When you connect with the hearts and minds of your ideal clients through content marketing and make them want to move towards you. By the way, the d difference between speed and velocity is speed. You can be going fast on a treadmill or a hamster wheel in one spot, but velocity is about movement, about changing location. And that's why I call it social velocity. I hope that's the next marketing. <laughs> oh, I, and I love the distinction. I mean, I think it's very clear that there is a difference there, and I love how you break that down. You know, so another question, and, and I think anybody is an entrepreneur, I mean, how much time should we spend creating versus consuming content? Do you have a take on how to value our time in that space? You know, I don't have a good answer for that, Marlo. I have to be honest with you, because everyone's different and everyone has their sort of preferences. You know, I, I like to do things really quick. So for me, uh, a video post is literally, I have an idea, I develop three or four steps, I shoot it, I'm done. <laughs> mm, nice. And what I really prefer to do is put it out there and then engage with people who are either engaging with me or who have content that I want to engage with. Because it's really in connecting and engaging and having conversations with people that you're going to move them closer and closer to your business bottom line. You know, I don't do connection requests like, um, you know, I did maybe four years ago, three years ago. I've stopped all that because that's just spammy behavior. A connection is a forced relationship. But if you can develop content and put it out there and engage with people and they become your followers, that's, an, that's a voluntary relationship that can lead to really good things. So I, I think it's probably 50-50, spend enough time making content, but please do not forget to go out there and engage with quality people who are doing quality things that you want to connect with mm. or you want to be associated with. Yeah, and that's brilliant. Now, you mentioned that you kind of, when you do the, the video marketing, that you kind of put into play three core things that you want to do or set up. Can you walk us through that or give 
us as we're learning from you. This is just phenomenal information. Can you help somebody who's listening to this understand when they're going to show up for a video and they want to put that out there as content? Do you have a process that you take people through specifically? No, but I'm about to tell you one right now because you asked, Marlo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to make it up right now. And then when I watch this, I'll be like, yes, thank there you. There it is. Cue yeah. <laughs> you up. Yes, go um, for it. You cued me up. Okay. So he- here's the basic strategy that I use. You have to start by asking the question, am I shifting anything right now in the customer's mind? If you aren't presenting a paradigm shift in every single video that you make, it's not worth it. People need to watch your video content or consume whatever text content it is and go, aha, that is changing my mind. That is making me do something different. So that's the first thing. Are you making a difference? Are you making a shift in the way people think about something they believe in today? Because if it's not a change, then it's just not, you're not making an, an impact with that particular post. Number two is always develop a list of at least three steps, okay? Those three steps have to be breakdowns from the big shift that you've created. And the way to present inside any content is always to start with a hook, something that gets people excited, shakes them up, surprises them, whatever it is, get their attention. That hook needs to start the thing. You can't just jump into the three steps. After the hook, then you go into the three steps, and then after the three steps, you finish with a call to action. You must always have a call to action because if you don't have a call to action, then it was just a fun thing to do. You gotta tell people, hey, if you enjoyed being helped by me in these three steps, click this button and go to my website where you can find some more. And that's what you measure. So when I talked about quantifying results and being able to measure, see your results, That's how you know how many people went from your post back to your website and bought something from you. If you don't know that, then you are just doing content marketing of hope and you're spraying and praying and hoping that people will like what you do. You don't want to do that. You want to do this for business reasons. Mm, Yeah. And thank you for walking us through those metrics of video because it is very important. And I love how you approached it, that you want to shift their thinking. And I think so many people, they're just reactionary and not proactive. And they don't think, but if you took one extra minute and you were proactive on shifting that thinking, I just think that one strategy in itself would help a lot. So excellent. Two, let's talk about call to action. I mean, why do people forget or what's the best way to approach defining a clear call to action? You know, that's a great question because sometimes you can overdo that too. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) Posts that go, hey, how you doing? Click here and get my stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, That wasn't even a call to action. That was literally like a, I don't know what that is. So you can overdo that too. I think that if you can keep the call to action to almost an afterthought, the last sentence, you ask a question, then you put a call to action, then it feels more natural. You know, I think the best way to, to, to put all these things together is to ask yourself, if I was in front of this human being reading this or watching this in person, would I speak in this or that way? I mean, if I meet someone for the first time, I'm not going to just say, hey, how you doing? Buy my stuff. You know, mm. I'm going to take some time before I say that. So um, I think the call to action is a necessary thing. Some people forget it because they're afraid to use it. It's, they don't want to be seen as being salesy. 
Um, you know, but you have to realize that we are doing this, let's face it, especially on LinkedIn, we're doing this for business. I'm not just sharing cats and dogs videos, okay? I'm trying to help people because if they see that I can help them, then maybe they'll want more of my help. So don't be afraid or ashamed to use a call to action. However, do it appropriately. Don't be spammy when you mm. use it. And I think that is such a great reminder for anybody because it's easy to get off course. And some of the basics are always the hardest for us to, to realize and, and wonder what that shift is happening. Why are we not getting the magnet marketing that we so have had in the past? You know, it's just maybe you forgot the basics. Okay. So, you know, you've been also known to take six-figure businesses to seven figures using your story, S-T-O-R-Y methodology. Can you step in and give our audience just a teaser about what that story methodology is? Oh, yes, absolutely. You know, one of the things that most of us struggle, struggle with, even those who have achieved success, is they don't really have a clear, orderly path by which the right customers take some psychological steps to find them and to like them and then to pay them money. It's sort of scattered. And so what I did was I looked at, okay, what are those psychological stages that your typical customer has to go through before they say yes? And it turns out that, you know, it, basically I like to call content marketing storytelling, but it turns out that the words S-T-O-R-Y were a great way to describe those five psychological phases. The first is they're strangers to you, right? You don't know these people. So obviously you need technology and strategies in your funnel that are appropriate for strangers. You cannot ask a stranger to get married on a first date, doesn't work. So what else can you do, right? So that answers phase number one is the S, strangers. Your goal is to move people from being strangers to being people who trust you. That's the T. Now, how do you make a stranger trust you? You use content, you use podcasts, you use blogs, whatever it is brings value to them. That is what will make them trust you more. And then what is it that makes people go from trusting you to the third psychological phase, which is they are willing to receive your offer. S-T-O, strangers to trust, to offer. Well, once you get to that offer, you can now share a presentation or a webinar, some kind of evergreen content that convinces people that they should buy something from you. Now, if they buy from you, that moves them to R, which is the results phase. Now, as someone with whom you are creating results, maybe a client coach relationship or whatever, you have to realize that that's also your opportunity to turn that customer into a magnet for telling the story of you, which is why. So people have to go from strangers to trust, to the offer, to the results phase, where they can now tell the story of you as a testimonial in the marketplace. So by helping people organize their content, their marketing strategies, all of those things into those five buckets, it unbelievably cleans up how they do business, how they talk about their business, and it allows them to actually improve their business. And that's how that one testimonial of a client of mine, he went from six figures to a seven figure business by simply getting more organized with his content marketing. You know, and I love, again, the simplicity of your approach, I think Dr. Pillay is very, very valuable. And I mean, just so many good nuggets are being shared here, but a lot of times you're right. People just, they execute or they overthink and they really don't stop and look at how or what impact really can be had with the content that they make. And, you know, I think you're bringing to light all of those big, powerful gifts. Okay. So as we're coming into the close of our episode, 
Are there any last bits of advice that you would like to share with our audience when it comes to to building or speaking with content? Well, I, I have at least two. And the first one is share. <laughs> so many people don't want to share. They are sort of like, hey, uh, you know, this is my intellectual property. I can't just give it all away or I'm shy and I'm, I'm afraid to, to, to open up and just be. Just share. It is so important. The world needs you to share. Okay, that's the first thing. The second bit of advice may be a little bit self-serving, but I actually believe in my product, Velocity Jam, and I would love to invite anyone listening to go join Velocity Jam and take advantage of the free offer that we have right now for any members, the first 100 members. Velocity Jam will help anyone begin to have a, a consistent structure around content marketing and will be able to analyze and measure the, the results of their content marketing going forward, which is really what you need to do if you're ever going to figure out what works and what doesn't. So those would be my two things. Use a tool, but share. <laughs> Start mm. sharing. No, and you're absolutely right. And, and I think that is just a, a pivotal thing is to share. I mean, just the awareness of we want people to share this thing and you know the benefit and the value and and even connections i mean reaching out and sharing a beautiful resource or opportunity i think is just a gift in business so thank you for that reminder all right so you can learn more about dr pelay by visiting our website at marlohiggins.com where you can add him to your circle of influence connect to his resources and purchase his one of many books so thank you so much for being on this episode with us today. And we thank you in advance for your partnership. Thank you so much, Marlo. It has been such a pleasure speaking with you. You as well. And if you enjoyed this episode and it left you feeling inspired, share your biggest takeaway on our Perform and Get Paid community Facebook page. This is where we will engage and respond to your questions. This is Marlo Higgins, your host and Chief Inspirational Officer. Have an awesome rest of your day. Did you enjoy this podcast? If so, subscribe, leave a review, and tell your friends. As your Chief Inspirational Officer, I coach passionate entrepreneurs like you to achieve complete confidence and clarity to reach your one-year goal in 90 days. Learn how you can get more done in less time with my number one proven formula for consistency and clarity. Simply go to go.marlohiggins.com to download. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll catch you next week on 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo. Marlo.